0: This is Jackets Debrief, a show about the Columbus Blue Jackets, the National Hockey League, and part of the Hockey Podcast Network.
1: Hey
0: everyone, Merry Christmas, and welcome to the midweek show. We are uh, yeah, we're just a couple days till Christmas. It's been a great uh, day for the for hockey Um, here. As always, is my guest on Wednesdays, my daughter Alexia. Hi. There you go. And this is the cat known as Riot. Um, you want to say hi, Riot? Do you want to say hi? She wants to sniff the microphone. <laughs> All right. So, Riot, thank you very much for joining the show this evening. I think she wants hi. to get away. I think our video is a little fuzzy today, but we're just going to have to deal with that and uh, soldier on through. All right. Let's get to the soda of the week, folks. We've got Sprecher, fine-brewed raspberry. Did
2: you say
0: Sprecher? Sprecher. I see it's like German.
2: Sprecher. 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 Sprecher?
0: Yeah, we're done with this bit. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Good work, kid. All right. All right let's, smell. Oh, let's read it here. As you drink this soda made with raspberry juice, it's easy to imagine your mouth full of raspberries just beginning to pop open. Save with a burst of tangy, refreshing sweetness flooding your taste buds and tickling your tongue with each sip. Oh. What does that smell like?
2: It smells like that. Oh, what is it? I don't remember. It's a candy where you dip a sugar stick into powder.
0: Fun dip? Yeah. Smells like fun dip. Currently, smells like fun dip. Looks like poured there. Here you go, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Let's give this a swig.
2: Oh, I can't take putting my mouth into the glass. The smell overwhelms my mind. (laughs) I have died. Oh, wait, I'm fine. How does it taste? I don't know. I didn't get a big enough.
0: We'll take another drink. <sighs> you don't like it? I mean, it tastes like raspberries. I think it's pretty good. It's nice. It's sweet. It's good but you're not a fan? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to our Marvel questions of the week. I'll take that. And for those who are not aware of this of this deal yet, uh, how this works is we have these weird little Marvel trivia cards we got all these years ago. Lexi reads me a couple of them. She can only read them once if she mispronounces something. That's it. Uh, and I just have to guess off of that. So what is the first question this week?
2: True or false? The no Nova- the Nova Corpse unit was originally placed based on the planet Xander. True? Correct! That
0: was fifty-fifty.
2: What supervillain created the clone of Spider-Man? A Doctor Octopus. B the Jackal or C the lizard?
0: The lizard?
2: Wrong, it was oh. the Jackal.
0: I don't know that is.
2: No idea.
0: All right, go ahead.
2: What is the name of the prehistoric jungle land located on the continent of Antarctica?
0: That is the savage land.
2: Correct.
0: Yay. All right. And before you go this week, Lex, what what is we're gonna ask you about some Christmas things. What is your what is your favorite part about Christmas? All right, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Home Alone? Home Alone, that's a classic. Seeing a small child nearly murder two grown men. <laughs> it's a very good movie.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, and what is your favorite?
2: He does murder them at some point. Uh, it's in... just a movie, so they can't have people, you know, murder.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What is your uh, favorite Christmas carol? None. You don't like Christmas songs. That's a shame. Well, thank you for coming on the show this week, Lex. We're going to jump into the hot. Uh, oh, unless
2: there's a Christmas song that is just meows.
0: That's bizarre. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show this week, kid. Uh, take the cat with you as you get out. And do you want to take your soda with you? Anyway, here you go. Here's the soda. Got it, that one. All right.
1: Hello, bonjour, hello, hi, hey, yeah, and previet, hockey fans, welcome to the Europuck Podcast, the show where two Brits talk all things European hockey as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. If you want to keep updated on all of the latest news, scores or standings from across the European hockey world, you want to get some insight from some very interesting guests discussing their stories with hockey and how the sport grows around in Europe in different interesting places, or if you want to keep updated with all of the leagues across Europe that are either playing, have been suspended, cancelled, delayed indefinitely, then do check out our latest episodes of the Europuck Podcast every Friday as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. We have a YouTube channel, the Europuck Podcast, and you can listen to us wherever else you get your podcast. so check us out every fridays and we'll see you there folks
0: yeah definitely check out the euro puck podcast uh, especially right now it's kind of a cool time um as we're heading into christmas we're getting the uh World Junior Tournament going on, which I've enjoyed. Just a couple preliminary games have happened so far. There's a couple more tonight. Uh, Russia, Canada, and I forget the other one. But I've been watching them and and enjoying them. And it's just so nice to have hockey back. And today, we got the best Christmas gift the NHL could give us. The announcement of the 2020-21 season uh, schedule. Uh, Officially, that's how we're going to keep it in the record books is the 2021 season. Even though no games will have been played from it in the year 2020. But that's just how it's going to go. Uh, they're playing, each team is playing a 56 game schedule, uh, all division games only. A um, couple of things that I will say right off the bat, I, I'm happy about. When this was, when the, when the, in order to try and make lower travel and to try and uh, make this a little safer and, and lower COVID risks, there was a uh, discussion about having, you know, when a team travels to an arena, trying to play multiple games in that. And, and that makes a lot of sense to me, that that's what they would want to do. Um, to try and to try and minimize travel, try and minimize how many times you guys have to go in and out of hotels, how many times they have to get into airplanes, all that kind of stuff. Now, when this was first discussed, the way the schedule set up is you have seven other teams in your division, you're going to play them eight times. That gives you 56 games. I had a fear that we were going to see essentially like the blue jackets go to Chicago and then play Chicago four times in a week. And then that would be their games in Chicago. And just that felt like that would get monotonous, but I also understand the reason why they're doing it the way they have to do it. So I was happy to see that in this whole run of uh, games here, from what I can tell, I think there's only one stretch where they play a team more then twice in a row. And it's March 8th to 25th. They do play the Hurricanes four straight games, two in Carolina, two in Columbus. But apart from that, every other game is broken up a little bit. Um, Like to start off the season, January 14th and 16th at Nashville, 18th and 19th at Detroit, 21st, 23rd, home against Tampa, 26th, 28th, home against Florida, 29th, 31st at Chicago. So it, it breaks it up a little bit. Um, it's not just four straight games. It is the repetition thing, which I don't, you know, what, maybe it'll happen for a season. I don't like it. I don't know. Uh, that would be my, my guess is I probably won't like it though. But, uh, but Hey, we got a schedule. We're going to have games. I'm excited for it. Finally. Uh, I cannot wait for that to happen. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited for what we're going to be seeing going forward there. Again, if this is the first time you've watched the show live on Facebook or Twitter, let you know you can uh, submit uh, comments there, and we'll get them up here on the show if you have any questions about anything, anything you're thinking about, what's going on out there uh, with the Blue Jackets. Now, um, another part of this schedule that I uh, find... Well, another thing about this that'll be interesting is we've got this whole season where... um we've got this whole thing where we've got you're playing those same teams and you're not playing out of your division and then even in the playoffs unless until you win your division in the playoffs you're not playing anywhere else that'll be an interesting thing um i personally like this idea of four conferences almost where you reseed for the final 4 that's been one of my soapboxes for the last few years i personally would love to see them switch things up And have things like the uh, like when we go back to regular world, you know, when you when you finish the top four, you have the winner of the Metro, uh, the East, um, the West, and the Central. And you just look at those teams and say, okay, let's re rank them based on their uh, maybe like record against common opponents or points percentage or something. And then reseed a final four. I think that would be cool. I love the idea that you could see, you know, finals that are things like, um, like Vegas, Dallas, or you could see a final that's Eastern teams like, uh, Theoretically, you get like Boston Columbus or something. You could have different types of things depending on who's in what division. And with those crossover opponents, I mean, you could literally get division opponents fight, playing in the in the Stanley Cup, which I think would be infinitely more fun uh, and just interesting and just, just a certain level of chaos. Um, as we're discussing who we're actually going to be playing, uh, the key, the, today the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, their general manager, Jul- Julian Buisbois, Said that Nikita Kucherov, their all-world winger, uh, has a hip injury uh, and is undergoing surgery. I think and will not be playing in the regular season. For the there's there's two things on this. One, it helps Tampa out a lot when it comes to their salary cap problem. I've brought this up a couple of times, and there's some people on Twitter who just, whenever you mention it, they're like, "No, Tampa's above all that. Tampa would never do anything to do that." Now, I'm not saying Tampa like faked his injury. Obviously, they didn't fake it. You don't take the best player on your team and one of the top players of the world off your team for a whole regular season. And, and I doubt they. E- I mean, this is this is a franchise player for them. I doubt they even really did much with it. What I'm what I'm wondering. Is if they did the thing, is if they did kind of what um, we've seen teams do before with players when they're hurt, which is, do we really need surgery to fix this? Because if we can avoid surgery, normally that's better. And you wait for that last possible moment to make the decision if you're going to have surgery or not. And it could have been they were waiting for the last possible moment and it hit now. And the decision was either, you know, he gets the surgery now and he misses the regular season but can play in the playoffs or you keep seeing if it'll just heal and maybe he'll make it, maybe he won't, but you won't have the choice of the surgery anymore and him coming back. I could see that as being what happened. And I could see Tampa looking at their cap situation and saying, you know what? And looking at their whole team and saying, we think this team's good enough to make the playoffs. Even without Nikita Kucherov, let's wait. We have time. Let's take it. So I, am not, I'm not going to say that they did anything untoward, But I will say this, if there's an NHL general manager who's calling the league office right now and saying, we want a second opinion on Kucherov, that would not shock me at all. Um, Just because that's what you do in this game. I mean, you can't just assume people are always going to be honest with you, always going to be their best with you. And that's, I mean, it's not, we're not calling into question people's integrity. We're just saying everybody plays by these rules. And if the rule says I'm allowed, it's like when you're playing a game of, um, uh, if you ever played the card game BS, where, you know, you have... Like you'll say you have like, oh, I have two threes and you'll slide them down. The next person goes, well, I have four fours and someone can say BS. And then you smack the deck. And if they did have four fours, then you have to take the pile of cards. But if they didn't have four fours, then they got to take the pile of cards. It's that there's a certain amount of gamesmanship to roster management. And I'm not going to hold that against the team. Um, I wouldn't think less of them if they just said, hey, yeah, we're kind of playing the rules as where it comes to LTIR and where our players hurt. We're going to make the best of this situation. I think that's fine. Uh, Another question here from our good uh, buddy, Kevin, here, seems to be who I'm I'm glad you're watching the show. Thanks, bud. Uh, The real question is, will Detroit have a better team this year? Yeah, they'll be better. Um, Signed a couple of, uh, uh, who'd they sign? Um, Bobby Ryan. They signed Bobby Ryan. Uh, Some of their youth will be better. There will be a better team. It's hard to be worse than you were last year. Last year was an all-time terrible team. I mean, just atrocious. It, it's as if... I mean, the the only thing I can think of as a as a Cleveland Browns fan is, uh, if you remember a few years back, they went 1-15, and the question was, oh, will they be any better? Well, the next year they went 0-16. The Detroit Red Wings were all, almost that NHL equivalent of 0-16 because you're not going to lose all your games in a year of hockey. I mean, there's 82 games. I mean, there weren't last year, but there's a lot of games. You're going to win something. Uh, but there's just a... Uh, there's just a sense of you're not going to, it's hard to be worse than they were. It would, it would take injuries. It would take other problems. I, I don't see them being worse than they are now. The way the blue jackets division is shaping up this year, um, this new NHL central division. Um, it's, it's an interesting division because something that is kind of bizarre that I don't know the, I I would love to see some, some hockey history expert tell us on this. When was the last time a uh, blue Jack? When was the last time both teams from the Stanley cup final were in the same division the next season? I mean, that's just beyond what you expect. Um, you don't expect something like that to happen. You just don't. It's not normal. That's for sure. That's what I will say about it. It's not normal. So we're looking at this new central division this year. Again, Carolina, Chicago, the Blue Jackets, the Dallas Stars, the Detroit Red Wings, the Florida Panthers, the Nashville Predators, the Tampa Bay Lightning. All right. In short, with the ex- if you're talking about where these teams are at, I think Carolina is very much the team they were last year. Um, I think the Blackhawks are probably worse. I think the Blue Jackets are better. Uh, I think Dallas is similar to what they were last year. And Dallas, Dallas is a team that I, they were great last year. They made a Stanley Cup run, obviously. I don't know how much that will be repeatable in what they do. We'll see uh, if this kind of abbreviated format works well for them or not. Um, Detroit's better. Are they a lot better? I don't know, but they're better. Florida. Um I mean they lost some pieces. They lost they're losing Mike Hoffman. They lost uh the guy who played play with the centers. I do remember who right off the bat. Obviously they've got some familiar faces now with uh Alexander Wenberg and Marcus Nudavara. Nuñevara will make their defense better. I mean, he's a serviceable good defenseman, good middle, middling pair defenseman. Wenberg's a nice defensive center. Um but I think they've lost a lot of a lot of ability to 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 score, so that's gonna hurt them. Nashville, Nashville, Nashville is the team that I have always been, you know what? Nashville could be great, but will they live up to that talent? They seem to have, especially in the forward groups, whole groups of guys that just, will they do it? Um, I mean, Ryan Johansson and now Matt Duchesne, they've got two centers who at times have been Blue Jackets, number one centers. And the reason the Blue Jackets, I mean, they, they, the Blue Jackets were prepared to commit to Matt Shane. I think the reason he would be in a better fit than Ryan Johansson is, at the time, I think Matt Duchesne, was the, the the plan was he'll slot in at set two C. The plan was Ryan Johansson would be the one C. Johansson is too inconsistent to be a great one C. Duchene may be the same way. So I think, I think Nashville's big problem is you've got two centers that are just too inconsistent, I think, to be great over the long haul. Then you got Tampa Bay, who's one of the most talented teams in the NHL, who will compete for a Stanley Cup when healthy. So uh, how do I see this division breaking down this year? Now that Tampa's going into a regular season without Nikita Kucherov, and they've got one good goalie from my understanding, it depends. If they stay healthy, I think they're they're the favorites to win it. Um but I think there are three teams in this that I count on being good and having a good season, which is Tampa Bay, Carolina, the Blue Jackets. There are two teams that definitely can have good seasons and can make the playoffs in Nashville and Dallas, and Detroit and Chicago, I don't think, are making it. They'll they'll have seasons. They'll play games. Good for them. That's my viewpoint on it. Uh, Now, is it possible the Blue Jackets finish fifth behind Tampa Bay, Carolina, um, Dallas, Nashville, I don't think they're going to finish fifth in this division. I don't think they will because that would require Nashville, Dallas, and Florida to all have good seasons. And I know it's weird to say this about a team that didn't make the playoffs in Dallas, but or the team that made the Stanley Cup final in Dallas. It's just one of those things where you're looking to see you can do everything consistently. Um, if, if you were holding a gun to my head and said, "You know, out, you know, assume Tampa, Carolina, the Blue Jackets make the playoffs. Out of Nashville, Florida, and Dallas, who makes it?" I'd say Dallas. Um, and I'm not going to guess at the order these teams finish because they'll probably all finish within four points of each other, five points or something like that. So, But I think the Blue Jacks will make the playoffs out of this group. Um, I'm really glad we're not in the East because the East is the group of death this year. I just There's just... You've got two teams that are significantly weaker than everybody else, but then every other team is good. Every other team is legitimately good. Every other team is good enough that if they made the conference final in a regular year, you just say, oh, okay, yeah. And half of them, if they won the Stanley Cup, you'd go, yeah, like Washington, uh, the Islanders, uh, Pittsburgh. Still, I think if they get a hot run, they've got it in them. Um, the thing is, what's gonna what's gonna be crazy is you've got so many teams. It's a it's a so many times they talk about in, in sports they talk about that middle, and they're like, eh, it's the smooshy middle. No, nah, man, the East this year they got a they got a meaty middle. <laughs> it's it's somewhere you don't want to be. It's teams that are gonna beat you up um the rangers are going to win a lot of games uh the islanders are good The it's just it's going to be rough it's going to the, the the flyers i'm forgetting the flyers the flyers are going to be really good so that's going to be a rough go that's going to be a rough go now last thing i want to talk about tonight it is something i'm seeing more and more on cbj reddit boards uh the facebook groups twitter all of that and it is the fact that we are heading into the season uh, a lot of Blue Jackets fans have cut the cord, meaning they've gone with like a YouTube TV or a Hulu, and they don't know how they're going to watch this team. I will give you my personal situation on this, on what's going on here. Um, and first of all, I'm going to say this any advice I give on this will all be things that are above board. There's no IPTVs in this, there's no uh, pirating or streaming things that are not legally you have access to because I won't recommend that. Those are. Illegal practices, I wouldn't recommend going that way. Um, and those services can kind of click out on you whenever. So uh, everything I'm recommending are things that don't violate terms of services or anything like that and how I've I've come to my resolution on the problem. So I have YouTube TV um, or ha- it's going to be expiring. And I'm putting it on a hold here because obviously hockey season now and they don't have Fox Sports Ohio. Uh, an option that a lot of people aren't aware of, because when you think what I decided to go with is I'm using spectrum and they're not paying me or anything like that. I just want to tell you guys what worked for me. Cause fans seem to be worried about this as they should be. Cause I, you want to watch every game, especially when you can't go to any of them uh, spectrum, something people aren't aware of has actually expanded. And instead of just, instead of having to set up a cable box, you can actually just run their app on different devices, things like Samsung's Apple's TVs, Chromecast, your computer, uh, you can go to their website to see the full the full lineup and you can just stream their service. You could literally just get a TV package like you were having any other TV package with them. And so I signed up for what I think is it's actually a deal. It's safe. By the time you get my internet and this together, I'm spending less money than I was with YouTube TV. Uh, it's getting the Fox Sports channels, the NBC Sports Network, NBC. And then also it actually includes NHL Network. So it's kind of a step up as a hockey fan uh, as far as channel selection goes. I will say this about it. When it comes to the app's functionality, it's not YouTube TV. YouTube TV is a much better user experience for you. So I just want to, when I'm telling you what I'm using, I'm going to be honest about what, I'm, what it is. Um, essentially, how I'm doing it is I'm running it through a browser that I have hooked into my TV, um, which you can do a couple ways. You, for most laptops, you can plug them into a TV anymore as a monitor, or you could uh, use something like a Chromecast or a Roku that has a browser in it. Um, and using the Spectrum uh, Chrome Chrome based uh, interface, and the main reason for that is the the Spectrum Chrome interface uh, is the best at trying to actually for the DVR to work when something's still recording. If something's already recorded and finished, it, it works fine all the way around. Uh, but if you have if you watch games like I do, where what I tend to do is you know I'm you know I have dinner with my family, I play with my kid, so normally if the game starts at seven. I don't start watching till eight, till we're an hour in, and I skip some commercials and intermissions. But you have to do some things, like when the game starts at seven, I'm going to have to open it and then pause it, because if I wait till an hour in and then open it, it's going to take me right to where the game is live. So there's some there's some finicking with the spectrum thing to make it work. In a perfect world, I wish you, Sports Fox for Ohio was just on YouTube TV. Still, I would still use it because it's easier to use. It's an easier user experience. But I don't have that, so I'm doing what I can. Uh, if you have any questions on how I've got set up or how anybody, how to make sure you can get the games, uh, hit me up on uh, Twitter at um, JacketsDebrief. Leave a comment on one of the shows. I'll try and get to it here or mention it on another show in the future or just respond directly there. Um, but hey, guys, Merry Christmas out there. Uh, if you're doing some other holiday, have a great one of those. Have a happy holidays and whatever you're doing or happy new year. Of course, I'll talk to you before the new year, obviously. But it's great. We're going to get hockey back. I'm excited. I uh, hope you get some awesome blue jackets themed stuff under the tree there for you. have some great food, have some good times, even if it's not like a normal, a normal Christmas in any way, but, but I do want to thank you all for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for every interact with the show or listen to us. And I can say this now much happier because I know there'll actually be a game where you're sitting there and you're like, come on, Jack. I, that's what I do during a game. I'll be like, come on, Jack. It's come on. Like when they're holding the lead, come on, play defense, get, get the puck. When they're trying to score. Come on, shoot. But I can say it finally, knowing there'll actually be a game to watch. Go Jackets. Please subscribe to the show. Follow us on Twitter at JacketsDebrief. And thank you for listening.